0: more than 10 people from the regime people they were standing outside the mosque watching him and uh, suddenly they they start beating him.
1: Passing strange places and strange faces the mind's eye is like a water spider. You can get where you're going if you look straight ahead and keep moving but stop for a moment look down and you can get lost. The objects and people in our midst have infinite histories. You have to ignore these histories and keep moving forward, or you'll sink. The inscription in a book from 1914, Dear Maud, I know you'll make it through this. Did she? You press forward. The factory on the edge of town, covered in vines. That factory was someone's idea. It was a communal dream between friends, born over a game of catch and now birds nest in its rafters. Sometimes you stop running long enough and fall through the surface of a person. You're listening to the Against Type podcast. Our story this week comes from Steve Kemsley.
2: If you're driving through Ann Arbor, Michigan on a Monday afternoon, you might pull into a nondescript strip mall at lunchtime and wander into a small Middle Eastern restaurant. While you're eating hummus or shawarma, You might glance beyond the patrons and see a middle-aged man with a strong frame and neat slicked back hair working in the kitchen. He moves fast, but he isn't in a hurry. He has a gentle face, although if you look closely, you'll see a seriousness in his eyes. You might glance back down and finish your meal while the man's brief impression on your mind's eye makes a slow and quiet exit. You'll pay your check and leave half-glancing at framed photographs of mountains and ancient cities on your way out. Or you might take your time and order a piece of baklava, inviting a visit from the man in the kitchen. You'll learn his name, Jawad Saif, and the name of the country where the pictures on the wall were taken, Syria. You might think of a news story you heard recently about the nine million Syrians that fled their country in the past four years and wonder whether Jawad is one of them. Not knowing what to say, You might compliment him on the food, shake his hand, and watch as he leaves to greet the table next to yours. Or instead, you might ask him about his home, about Syria, in which case you would hear this story.
0: I mean, from the beginning, we grew up, I mean, I grew up in Syria, the old generation, they told us, I mean, like my father, they told us Syria was before us at the most beautiful place. Because no corruption, everything in rules, and uh, also the religion in Syria. I mean, we was living, for example, Muslim, Masihi, Durzi, Sunni, Shii, all together in one country, and nobody care about the others, wow. and nobody asked, what is your religion. Mm-hmm. You know, in in my in my factory, I had 140 workers, and from these workers, it was the Christian, the Durzi, the Alawi. They were working together, eating together, and uh, playing together. Nobody cared, but now it's upside down. My father, he was famous in Syria. He was, uh, he had a factory producing garment I started working with him in 1991 and I established one of the our, our my factory and and it was good my father start I mean working in the parliament so 1994 he entered the election and he was the I mean, in the parliament. He was, I mean, honest in the parliament because, you know, in Syria, at that time, you cannot talk. I mean, there is red lines. You cannot talk about things. It's not allowed to talk about it. And he crossed the red line. the government was against him in Syria and at that time they told him i mean it was uh, mr zabi the prime minister he told him either you go with us or we shall take everything from you first of all they they start to put taxes up it's not normal taxes and even i suffering because more than than 10 million dollars. They took from him, unlegal. The vice president at that time, he met with him and he told him, okay, we can give you whatever you want. And we, you know, we know that we took your all your money. We can give it back to you 100 more times. And uh, you have to work with us i mean to stay with us, to stay in the in the parliament opposition but opposition what we what we told you what we tell you to say and he refused 1996 i had a brother he was uh, younger than me he was on uh, a vacation on the sea, on the Latakia, and with six friends of him. And he went when, with another one with the jet ski to enter the, I mean, to go through the sea, and he disappeared from that time. friend came back and uh, he told us that uh, the jet ski stopped and uh, we decide to swim and uh, we swim and uh, after that i did not see him and uh, he came his friend came back and my brother until now nobody knows where is he Very good swimmer, and the one who was with him he is more shorter, and he cannot swim well. I mean, my 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 brother, he was sportman. I mean, we are sure that they 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 make it. I mean, to to push to make a pressure for my father. We did not know anything about him. I mean, if he died if he's still alive where is he nobody knows my father after he lost all his money he lost his son they 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 was brushing me i mean the government and the secret police to tell my father to stop all this and uh, at that time i told him I, I mean you are going on the wrong way because everybody is against us and uh, it makes me especially I mean personally it makes me problem I mean all the regime they are like one one I mean all against you so why you are uh, fighting them this he said at that time I lost all my money I lost my son I I don't have anything to worry about. He said, in the election, the people, they trust me. And uh, I have to work as I promised the people. Even I, I, I will lose everything. 1998, they almost took everything from him. He decided to go to the election, suddenly, he win, he took the first uh, number in the election. And he start also uh, continuing, what he start against the, I mean the, the corruption and against everything, he start at that time, he start to establish like small community for, and he call it the uh, I don't know exactly in
2: English, but uh, I have to interrupt just this once. Translated into English, the movement that Jawad's father, Riyad Saif, helped to found was called the Forum for National Dialogue. Forums, or salons, were gatherings of intellectuals and other influential citizens at private residences. Riyad's salon was one of the largest in the country, Members would discuss how to rid Syria of corruption and work towards a civil society where principles like free speech and basic human rights were respected. The ideas they discussed traveled beyond the salons and took hold of the public's yearning for an end to the 30-year Assad regime. The movement became known as the Damascus Spring, and a manifesto was created with a number of demands, including the release of political prisoners, the end of secret courts, and the right to form political parties needless to say, the Assad regime wasn't interested in having this conversation. Back to the story.
0: After that, in year 2000, they, they took the decision that he is very dangerous and I mean, he, he was at home and the chief of the police in this area, they, 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 they phoned him and they told him, we have to sit and to drink one cup of coffee and so... And they came uh, to his house at that time. I mean, it was evening. And uh, they told him, we can go to the prime minister to drink coffee there and he need to talk to you and so. After that, he disappeared. It was eight o'clock in the evening, 10, 11 o'clock, nobody knows where is he. After that, they announced I mean, the government, they announced that we arrested him. And he stayed in prison for five years. In these five years, so everybody was in Syria, not, doesn't want to deal with me or to, to, I mean, because the secret police was always following us. And they came to us sometimes, yeah, they said, we are knowing everything about you, and take care, and so, and yeah. So, 80% from our customers, they did not work with us because they are afraid from the secret police, and the secret police, they was telling everyone, if you work with them, you will, uh, I mean, we shall follow you, I mean. So, they don't need to have a headache, at that time, all the people at that time, I mean, they, they was afraid. I have three daughters, one boy. You know, I was feeling very scared about the children, me and my wife, because when they, they, they want to school every day, uh, they are afraid from the name. I mean, everybody asks, your grandfather is, Real She said yes, and immediately they they deal with them in a different way. I mean, not all of them, but seventy percent. And not because they 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 hate my father, but because they are afraid from someone to to hear to to tell, because the the secret police they was. Uh, scaring all the people. They want at that time that nobody deal, nobody talk, nobody, I mean, uh, even say hi to this family. And after that, he stayed for five years in the jail. After that, he, he came out and they start uh, following him. I mean, uh, they, they put one car and four people from the secret police to go, and he, 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 he see him every time, I mean, behind him. To go everywhere behind him and to, to, to see what he's doing, to write what he's, I mean, every second by second. Even if he was going to the restaurant, they go with them. They wait outside. I mean, like like his shadow. Uh, 2007, they came to my house, four o'clock in the morning. My kids, they were they were sleeping, and they they start knocking the door. I did not open in the beginning, but after uh, a while, they start uh, making noise and so, and I open. They said, we need your father. I said, my father, he is at, at his house. They said, no, we have to, to see. There was more than 10 people. They enter my house, four o'clock in the morning, my children, two of them, they wake up and they scared because they enter all the rooms and, I mean, looking for my father. I told them my father, he is, he is at his house. They said, okay, you can go with us, tell us where is his house. I told them, you are a secret police and following him and, and uh, you don't know where, where is it? They said, no, we are another secret police. <laughs> because you know, in Syria, we had five or six different secret police and uh, nobody interfered with the other. went there and my father was sleeping they let me knock the door and they uh, stopped away and he opened and they came they took him it was a bus with him with them I can I can I remember his face and uh, as I remember he was a round face and uh, white man very white his black hair He was sitting in the car. He told me, come to me. I said, what do you want? He said, you did not see anything. He said, every word will cost you one of your children. They arrested him for one and a half year. I felt scared for my for my I, for my children. Beginning 2009, he, he came up from the jail. That's the second time. And uh, after that, the revolution started. Nine, 2011, he was going to the mosque and uh, say uh, we don't need the regime anymore. I mean and. Allahu Akbar and more than 10 people from the regime people they were standing outside the mosque watching him and uh, suddenly they they start beating him I mean it was a decision to kill him but uh, it was also more than uh, 10-15 people from the people they was in the mosque I mean with my father start uh, pushing them and uh, let my father go and they put him in the car and they uh, took him to the hospital they told I mean in the Facebook they was writing, so we have to kill these guys and his family and from that time I told my father, I decided to go out with my children. And you have to go out, because they will kill you and uh, nobody will care about you. We lost everything. I had a factory. Uh, My wife, she had a pharmacy. And I have a house. 25 years in Syria, and suddenly, nothing. You know, when I left my house to Jordan, I left only with three, uh, I mean, uh, suitcase. That's it. So all my things, all my paper, all my uh, private things, my all at, at home, some of my friends, they, they phoned me and they said, somebody is, uh, he took your house, he broke the door. So they entered the house, my home, and they took everything. And they are now they are living in, in the house. In the, yeah. And my, I had a factory. Uh, they enter the factory, they stay, I mean the military, they stay in the factory. They are sleeping, eating, and then the, all the weapons in this area, they put on the roof. And uh, so we lost everything. When we decide to go to, I mean, to go out of Syria, we went to Jordan. We stayed six months in Jordan. And uh, suddenly in Jordan, they, uh, we was, I mean, it was a Syrian car looking for our house, what we, when our, we rent a house there, and looking for us. I think it was from the embassy, and to see where we are living, what we are doing, and uh, my sister, she lived in Germany now. And my father, she lived in, I mean, between Germany and Istanbul. And uh, my my mother, she was in Syria, but now uh, she was able to get the visa to go to Germany. We came to Detroit because my brother of my wife, he's a doctor there. And uh, when we came here, we don't have anything. I mean, we don't know what to do. And uh, suddenly we went to the Jewish family services in Honorable. They told us all what to do, and uh, they start, uh, I mean, uh, taking care of us, of, of me and my family, and uh, I appreciate it, and it was very, very, very good from them, yeah. And uh, after that, I met someone uh, in the restaurant business, And uh, the father of my wife, he came here. He said, "I can give you money." I mean, as a loan, we opened this place, and uh, we don't know anything about the rules, about I mean, anything about the prices. Now we are, I mean, one and a half year thing here. We feel. 100% Hundred percent safe because uh, I think no, no place for Bashar Assad here. If I decide to go back, my my children, my wife, they will not agree to go back because they get used to live here and. Uh, you know, it's a different life between here and there. But uh, you know, you miss all your memories. I mean, all I, I, I um, all my life, there. I had everything. Because now, the problem is not the regime. We had the pro- we had the 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 one problem, before two thousand twelve, two thousand thirteen. That's the regime. He was killing everybody. He was. Uh, sending the rockets, the, everything, destroying. Now we have ISIS, and we have a Nusra, all of them, it's worth then Bashar I prefer the regime than this people. The American, they have a special mentality. I mean, special, uh, first of all, I never felt my, my, myself as a foreigner here, from the beginning. I mean, in Europe, you feel yourself, you are a foreigner. Even if you have the nationality, you are a foreigner. Yeah. But here, you cannot feel this. I have very big hope in, in here in the United States because uh, in the in, in United States, if you work hard, as I saw and I see now, if you work hard, if you are honest, uh, sure you will get the result, not like our country. Before one year, we was always thinking that we can go back to Syria, at least to, to finish what we have there. But now, I think it's, it's a dream.
3: to, like, send you coupons or something. If you had a, like, master list of all the things you would managed to subscribe to, sign up for, or in one way or another pledge allegiance to, I don't think you could possibly find the Against Type podcast to be the most embarrassing, the most shameful, or the most regrettable. So, you know, this cat is already sort of out of the bag, you know. You're probably not that discriminating when it comes to the sort of things you're willing to sign your name to, and this might as well be one of them. You know, the relationship between quality and quantity and how one can really quantify quality is such a nebulous and timeless question that we're not likely to get to the bottom of anytime soon. So be generous, you know, give it four stars, give it five stars. Who could really hold you to that?